0: Hey, everybody, just a heads up. This is also an, another interview that Ralph did with one of his former congregants, Caroline, also about getting off the grid. So enjoy Getting Off the Grid Part 2. You'll never believe this. A pastor and a rabbi walk into a podcast to discuss how faith and tradition should inspire but never limit us. Yeah, we talk about surfing, stand up comedy, religion family issues, pop rocks, and absolutely nothing at all. You'll have so much fun, you'll never believe we're actually religious leaders. Hi, everybody. I'm here with my good friend, Caroline. She was a a, a member at my very first church, and uh, she's currently off on... A long term trip with her family, and we thought she had some great stories and insight to share as to what we're talking about today. Caroline, welcome. Glad to have you. Hi. So, um, I've been following you uh, mostly through Facebook, and you're off on this amazing journey in your RV with your husband and two kids. Um, To start, can you just tell us more about what the trip and what you're doing and any plans or how long it's been, that kind of stuff, the details? What are you you guys doing? Sure. So
1: we, I guess a little background to start. Um, My husband and I were both working outside of DC. Um, We have two kids, like you said. One um, was in first grade at the time. The other one um, was in you know, family daycare. And, mm-hmm. you know, as most people are familiar with, March came and things changed. So we did, you know, three and a half months of trying to do the two, two parents working, two kids at home, trying to yeah. manage the virtual school. And so when our district announced that they were gonna do the distance learning through January, we looked at e- each other and said, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> what
0: I to to do? <laughs> you, were, you were already ready <laughs> when they <laughs> announced it. You were like, oh good, because we were thinking we're done too. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, we actually happened to be on our way down to a family trip that we all decided was mentally worth it. Um, mm-hmm. We were staying in a house together and so made the decision that the the family time and the togetherness um, was, was needed at that point. And we sort of we're lucky in the sense, and I think God blessed us in that way, mm-hmm. that we really had the mental space for that week to to sort of be open to the idea of actually doing something different and what that would look like. Mm-hmm. So we took a someday dream conversation and said, There's no better time than now.
0: Yeah. So it was it was kind of like it started with a one week plan.
1: No, it started with saying are we really ready for this and the the someday plan was take a year off homeschool the kids and Mm. do an rv trip you know around the united states and what it what the actual is is more like eight to nine months and you know only really homeschooling one kid since um, the second one is still you know pre-kindergarten and is really just learning through osmosis at this point (laughs) um but yeah, in order to make that happen, we, we had actually already been considering a, a move. Um, and especially once the pandemic hit, being closer to family seemed to make sense. So we'd sort of been mentally thinking about moving to Minnesota. Uh-huh. And so what we did was we made this a big gap year. <laughs> yeah. um, ad- adventure gap year is what we've been calling it. And it is eight to nine months and pretty much just west of the Mississippi are the parameters.
0: Okay. So and I love that adventure gap year. So how long have you been out on the road so far?
1: So we just passed the third way mark. So three months was yesterday.
0: Wow. How cool. And Tell us about your rig. What what do you got? What are you guys living in and all?
1: So we have a travel trailer, which is the technical term, um, meaning it is pulled behind a truck. So we have a Ram twenty five hundred. Um, we sold both of our cars to purchase said, Did you really? said truck. Um, yes, <laughs> we we went all in. We invested, sold both of our yeah. cars, bought the truck, sold the house, and this is the new house. <laughs>
0: you sold the house too? Yes. Oh my gosh. So you're, you're sold out on this thing. That's incredible. Good for yeah, you. So- I mean, there's no turning back at this point. There's no, all right, I'm tired. I want my own bed.
1: No, at the end of this, we have to, the The plan is to settle down in Minnesota. Um, and that is where all of our stuff that we're not pulling with us, yeah. um, is in a storage unit in Minnesota which is where Corey grew up, my husband, and where a lot of his family and a lot of our friends actually are located. Um, yeah. So it, it it feels good that that's sort of the the end location is starting something new and mm-hmm. this really is just a long extended move <laughs> yeah. in a sense. Um,
0: That's a neat way to kind of frame it in your own, in your own mind, because it's, um, it gives some, you know, because otherwise it may feel like an, an eternal uh, perilous travel. And, but you're like, no, this is a, it's a means to an end. And it's a way we're getting there while, you know, enjoying some, uh, something different. So did, so you, you initially had this um, earbud or this dream to kind of do a gap year and then COVID sort of forced that, fast-tracked that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but you're doing it in a way that, I mean, you probably didn't foresee prior. You know, like, um, what, what were some of the issues and challenges you had in trying to plan this thing and make it, you know, go from a, from a pipe dream to a reality? What were some of the things holding you back from doing it? Um,
1: so I think once we sort of said the initial, I think so, I got to like ninety nine percent yes a lot quicker than my husband did. He sort of had to take take stock of things and really say, "Am I ready to dive in?" When, where I dove in yeah. almost immediately, um, and the the sort of upfront process um, really. I found myself much calmer than I necessarily anticipated. And anytime we ran into a hurdle, cause we uh-huh. had three trailers bought out from underneath us before we got this one. Oh well. When we left our house, when we had everything packed up and we, we had the truck at that point, we drove away. We literally did not know what travel trailer we were purchasing. <laughs>
0: Wow <laughs> when we
1: when we packed up our house, we divided things into it can just go in storage. we don't need to see it for the next year or here are all the things that we want available to us to possibly fit into the travel trailer. I would say that was one of the biggest things from my perspective was what of our stuff do we want on this adventure gap year and what can we say? you know we don't need until you know we sort of get to the other end Mm -hmm. so we had the boxes were all divided so when the movers came we were like you need to keep these boxes separate because when we get them on the other side we need access to these these need to be at the front of the storage unit Mm -hmm. um but everything else really there I sort of felt that God was working in when something didn't work out, I was like, all right, that wasn't the trailer for us. That wasn't, that's not how this is supposed to work. I, I don't always <laughs> come to that like clarity, but in, yeah. in the two months from saying yes to driving away from our house,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: um, that was almost the easier part.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds too like, like you guys went all in, right? You weren't like half in half out. Cause I think if you're half out and, and a, a, a hiccup or a hurdle comes up, you say, Oh, okay. We just won't do it. But you're, you know, you put, you had to put your house on the market. You had to get everything ready for sale. You had to figure out how to sell a car and buy a trailer. I mean, you're, there's no turning back once you're in on those things. Right. Yeah. And that's the, I think that's, that's amazing. Um, And
1: and I think that's why Corey sort of needed that extra time was just to make sure that he was all in as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Is that the common, um, your common roles in your marriage? Like, like there's a a free spirit and a nerd almost where like one saying let's go travel and the other says, well, what about the numbers? You know, is that common? (laughs) Is that how you guys typically fall or is that different for this trip?
1: Yeah, I, I think for the most part, he, um, I definitely sort of ride the waves more in my, um, emotions where he is more the even keel, um, person. And that has been very evident in the In the trip itself, you know, I I have great days, I have horrible days, and he's just sort of here going, all right, like (laughs) I'm here for all of them, calming factor. Um, And yeah, he is very research heavy, where I sort of am much more of a gut instinct person. So I think that that part really came into play is I was like, okay, gut says do it, let's go. Yeah. And then he was like, all right, but we got to do that. Like we had to research the truck as you were, you know, as we were talking about before. (laughs) <laughs> the, the truck you can't you can't just buy a truck thinking that it's going to pull what you need and we, ha- get the we have a family just of four get the,
0: get, the, get the one on sale yeah
1: yeah we have a family of four we knew for you know the decisions we made for this trailer are definitely different than what we would have been making for the weekend trips the like let's take yeah. a two-week trip let's even do something for the summer you know what you can do for two months is a lot different than eight or nine
0: yeah And we knew
1: you know the kids needed their own space we wanted you know a door to their space we wanted a door to our space we really wanted enough room to be able to cook um so that led us to a pretty heavy trailer so there was a lot of research that went into which trailer which truck Mm -hmm. (laughs) which prices which location um
0: no along i mean you sort of kind of let let the listeners in I mean, neither of you are kind of um, hippies with wanderlust. I mean, you're both, uh, you know, well-educated, great, you know, careers, um, architecture. And and Corey, I don't know what he's, what's his career now?
1: Yeah, so he is um, just a year post retirement from the Navy. Navy, Um, He was a submariner for 20 years. He is now working for, um, you know, one of the defense contractors for, it's a small, a small company that's, um, you know, wholly owned by one of the large defense contractors. And he is helping out with business development.
0: So, okay. So so this makes it even better. He's taking his
1: process and procedures and, uh, you know, helping some (laughs)
0: So you both have very kind of, um, yeah, I mean, you have to be organized and well-planned and structured in your careers. Um, and so you're just like, we're going to sell everything and live in a trailer sounds, you know, um, against your personality. I'm curious, what did your like closest friends and family say about all this when you told them this is our, this is what we're doing?
1: Um, I th- I think everybody was excited for us i think some people were more surprised than others my my parents in specific were you know supportive but i think doubtful yeah, yeah. <laughs> um or ju- you know just weren't couldn't couldn't see how this was you know all going to play out um and partially cuz they probably know me and you know mm-hmm. Putting putting all of us in you know essentially a tiny tin tin can although we joke it's a tiny fiberglass can, um, you know for nine months, you know sounds like a a great idea you know we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about we were feeling you know pretty closed in in our townhouse yeah. you know we didn't you know everybody you know all of my coworkers were like oh we just throw the kids out in the backyard and I was like I don't have a backyard. <laughs> Shared space, but shared space requires some form of supervision. We had a great community, and we sort of you know quarantined in you know small groups with kids that were similar ages, and that was you know we were you know taking our numbers from so many and reducing them to so few. Um, and so that worked, but it just was you know not sustainable, not what we wanted to be doing, yeah. Rather than you know, so most people. You know, we started seeing everybody was sort of that had moved in to the townhouse community. When we did, they were moving into bigger houses, single-family houses, a uh-huh. little more land. They wanted the yard and the backyard. And yeah, the you
0: know, American the dream. Garage.
1: And and what do we do? <laughs> we go the other direction. Screw to the townhouse that has four floors. Yeah. Let's just take like one of those floors, put it on wheels. And, yeah. And. uh
0: so you're can three. Mar- where we can go. You're three months in, and you've been all over the place. What sort of what's what what what's a good memory or two that's that's already been you know kind of implanted that you know made it all worth it? Something that happened.
1: Yeah, I would. It it feels a little cliche to say, but I, in our case, it has been true. Just the ability to slow down, um, sort of, and see things from the kids' fresh perspective Mm. um you know the the snow in Big Bend you know doesn't happen all that often (laughs) yeah um just be driving through and see that landscape you know and be there to experience being able to you know build a snowman in the desert have a snowball fight in the desert doesn't happen all that often um (laughs) one thing I remember very specifically was we met up with some friends in um Texas, a little east or a little west of Waco. And they were like, Let's take you guys out on, you know, we have a friend that we go fishing with. So we go fishing on this lake. And my kids have fished like I think literally once in their life before this. And so my four year old catches a fish and then, you know, holds it for the picture and then they're like, okay, you can and toss him back, you know, we're just we're not gonna
0: yeah, save don't him. need him.
1: <laughs> and he literally like heaves this tiny fish like into the water as opposed to just like dropping it. You know, everything with my you know four year old son is done with with great gusto. And uh the release portion was also done with great gusto as well.
0: Oh that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Just <laughs> chucked him in like a like a apple peel or chucked
1: and we're all like oh! All right, <laughs> I guess he's okay. <laughs> Swim away, little buddy. Yeah. He was like, "What? You said to toss him back in. That's
0: what I think. <laughs> you said toss. What about have then? Have you had any disasters or mishaps along the way?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, so we definitely re- like researched and listened to enough, you know, like blogs and YouTube videos that we um, knew that to not expect disasters or upsets or something going wrong was just to set yourself up for failure. Yeah, they're gonna So happen. we've tried to have a really good um, you know, perspective on that. It's like something will go wrong. Sure. So we're like, oh, that's what went wrong this time. The first time, so we were literally trying to avoid snow and ice. We left, we, we were packing up the, um, we call her Posh. That was the other thing we learned, POS. Packed house <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> because all trailers build quality is not going to be yeah of the highest highest quality they're trying yeah. to make it fast they're trying to make it cheap it is built for being on wheels <laughs> and it's supposed to look and feel like a house um all of those go together to not be high quality construction <laughs> so sure. her name is posh um and we were literally chasing or trying to run away from snow we were packing her up in minnesota which they had their snowiest october on record which was oh the month we were packing up Like, let's um, get out and and we literally we voted and then had a couple other things to do and that sunday a storm was coming through and so we're like all right <laughs> we are leaving on sunday so the first place we stayed we stayed two nights The day we're leaving, we wake up and it is literally 30 and raining.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And so, you know, we're trying to pack everything up the first time we've ever done it in literally freezing rain. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, so...
0: This is how we're starting. It can only get better, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. I
0: hope it's not an omen, I guess, I hope.
1: Yeah, um, we left one campsite and the joke was we got four um punctured tires three of them were well sydney's bike had one punctured tire logan's bike had two punctured tires and then the trailer had a punctured tire it was like all right that was the thing this time
0: (laughs) yeah that's intense and that'll take you i mean that'll set you back anything that you know the trailer can't go is out on the road it's got to be 10 times harder than you know your car at home for sure
1: well, yeah. So luckily it wasn't flat. Um, hmm. it just, it had a leak. So we were able to fill it and we were able then to like pull it to a discount tire. Um, and you may have seen one of my posts it was like the discount tire guys in El Paso, Texas <laughs> are awesome. <laughs> Cause they said, go over here and eat lunch at this tire place. And the tire was done before we were done with lunch. Oh, um, cool! And we were on our way. Yeah. But I do think it was really having that perspective that stuff is going to happen. It is not if you expect it to be sunny and rosy every day then you're just going to be disappointed.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, trying so it to sounds like your with it. your experiences whether good or bad are kind of you know, they're unique. They're ones that you don't always have at home. But what about that perspective you're talking about? Like you said, you know, you you learn to slow down um and you kind of had an attitude like shit happens. Do, were those norms in your life or were those things that you only were able to experience because of this?
1: Um, I think a little bit. Um, you know, we also recognize that we're not going to be able to drastically change sort of our inherent behaviors. Right. Or, you know, it's like you can sort of like, OK, we're going on a you know two week vacation and you can sort of go into a, you know, different mentality. But
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Th- this is, this was very much still life. Um, and I would say we're still, we're still in the learning phase. I don't know that we'll ever actually really get through it, but I did, you know, since we are sort of in the the middle third, I was like, I feel like this is sort of like pregnancy and maybe like, we're going to get the glowing second trimester yeah. where everything's <laughs> just going nice and smooth High and energy. we're excited. Feel good, like,
0: (laughs) did you explain that part to your four year old? That's my
1: hope. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's yeah, that homeschooling brings up lots of uh, lots of conversations. Become all right, well, we're just gonna roll with this topic for a while. Yeah, that hasn't been too in depth so far, but he we have talked about when he was inside my tummy versus not, so it's coming.
0: In the second trimester, it's going to get there. The second yeah. trimester of the trip. So looking through your, your Facebook pictures and all the stuff you're sharing, I mean, it looks like you guys are having these like exciting, just, you, I mean, you're, you're in, enjoying the, the the fullness of life every day. Um, do you, is that, you know, I mean, I think, is it, how do you feel? Is it more than usual that you're having these experiences and how, um, I guess are you are you are you more willing are you different in some way because you're on the road and you're all in on this are you more willing to you know goof off to do the stuff that's frivolous or take that trip like what's what's been the difference in as far as your willingness to kind of be a part of all that stuff
1: yeah i think that's that's the attitude and i have you know found myself sort of given the you know do we do we play it safe or do we do the adventure and you know we're calling this adventure gap year so you kind of got to lean into let's do the adventure um you know the little and the big things you know as always instagram and facebook are definitely the highlight reels they don't show uh you know homeschooling is not without its challenges you know kids kids act (laughs) with their parents way different than they do their teachers and uh and also, you know, going from, you know, work balancing sort of work mode and you know family mode, it's now it's now all family mode at least from my perspective. So I did, you know, uh, my husband is you know working part time. Um, he is able to do that remotely. My career is not one that that was going to work within. The realm that we wanted and also recognizing that homeschooling was going to take a decent amount of effort um you know so i am now the you know the stay-at-home mom that's running the homeschooling and that that's probably the biggest transition and i would say has probably been met with the most hurdles and frustrations just because it's not something that necessarily comes comes naturally to me <laughs> Um, you know I think flexibility and patience are the two greatest things for this adventure and I would say homeschooling and family life in general and I was much better at those at my work life than I am in my home life (laughs) so I am still working on progressing those um, those ideals in myself
0: (laughs) yeah yeah but it sounds like those kind of things are I, you know, those are the qualities that we we often just kind of overlook because uh, there's not enough time. I'm working, you know, nine to five. And so I don't need to develop the patience to be with my kids, you know, 24 seven and have to do these things. But, you know, you're, you, you guys made a conscious choice and it sounds like you did evaluate a lot of those issues and those challenges. Like, do we want to be stuck at home? on zoom, but have free time and our own space, or do we want to nourish our family and make these lifelong memories and deal with the frustration of being around each other 24 hours a day, but maybe we'll have a better relationship. Maybe we'll have, you know, maybe we'll be more patient. And like you said, and present with your kids, I think that's, you know, that's amazing. And like you said, it doesn't, it's not every moment, but have you had moments where you've just really relished and, um, been, been grateful for what you're learning, whether it's been easy or hard.
1: Absolutely. Um, I think just sort of the, the different ways that they get and appreciate what we're doing. And again, you know, they're, they're four and seven, so it's not always, you know, eloquent, but just the way they're able to sort of look back on the experiences that we've had, um, And listening to my son, you know, we've been talking, you know, we've talked about the places that we've gone, but we're also talking about the places we're going. And he's sort of in this moment where he is really excited about geysers. (laughs) And he knows like, yeah, Yellowstone, that's where the geysers are. Like, that's where we want to go. Of course, we have not too close, (laughs)
0: though, not too close. They're really hot. (laughs)
1: Um, But yeah, it is sort of trying to really cultivate meaningful togetherness, but also realizing that we all still sort of need our own our own downtime. So, you know, where it was like, you know, in the sense I sort of had this idealistic version of, you know, we'd eat dinner and then we'd always be playing family card games or, you know, doing some fun thing, you know, watching the sunset every single night. I mean sometimes I see it most nights but sometimes it's like yep it's still there okay saw it back yeah,
0: inside. that's my moment of gratitude move on it's yeah to
1: <laughs> um you know the, we are still you know in that place where kids like watching the videos and you know it's nice to still have a couple tv shows that we're following when we get enough signal <laughs> yep, yep. um and then it, it turns out in my mind, when we were planning, I thought we were going to have like, everything was going to be set. Like here, all the places we're going to stop. And we're, we have all of these, all of the reservations are made like Mm -hmm. for the big places through the whole trip. that has not at all been the case. And we've put a a
0: type A plan on a type on a creative (laughs) journey.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. Like (laughs) that was definitely, I don't know, i sort of thought we could do that um, Yeah,
0: i mean you can't abandon your you know, but your, we also have yourself. learned <laughs> go ahead
1: yeah yeah no that's that's that is a good point um but yeah we've also learned along the way so we sort of started with one mindset and have made some changes because we realized i mean part of it we were moving really fast to like sort of get to warmer weather but we got we got to thanksgiving we were like three weeks in and we're like man this is exhausting um <laughs> So we have slowed down a bit but then it's like you don't want to spend you know two or three weeks in one location because there's so many things to see yeah Um, you know everybody's like oh are you doing all 50 states and we're like no (laughs) No that would be so stressful um i mean we're definitely not doing the most economic route but we also realized that even coming from a place where it snows in the winter 50s should seem warm but when you really want to be outside for a good portion of the day 50s is not that warm
0: yeah yeah that um, trailer's not you know not big it's it's a large trailer but you don't want to be in it all day when it's raining or when it's cold yeah
1: oh no. so you know we've sort of been sort of eternally editing where we're where we're going how long we're staying oh wait there you know there was a big snowstorm that you know came through just you know two weeks ago and so we sort of had to like hunker down and wait for the storm to pass cuz we're like there's just no pulling the trailer in snow we want to avoid that at all costs so we will alter our plan to <laughs> yeah for for mother nature
0: um, yeah it's fascinating that i mean you're in a in a similar life phase as as we are but you know you you build yourself your life up and you you know cre- create this really busy lifestyle trying to take care of kids and work you know, both spouses working and, and you you know, you, th- we think we're doing all of this for the best possible situation for our family and our kids. And we want them to learn these greater values about life and not just multiplication and English. Right. And so we do all this and then we get to a point where that's the stuff that's getting in the way, right? Like, but for you, you know, you had to break away from the world you'd built up And actually apply more stress to your life in order to get away from, you know, it's just like, you're like trading things off, Mm -hmm. but I think it's trading off kind of what is life? What's the deeper meaning of life? What do we really value more than, you know, Corey making more money this, this year than last year, or, you know, getting our kids in as many soccer programs. You're not probably there yet either, but you know, what do we they value in more? Soccer. But yeah, see, right. So like, and you're just kind of adding, 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 thinking soccer will teach them how to appreciate nature and get outside and uh, all these, you know, classes and money and how good our house is. It's going to give us what we want, right. When really you're out in the middle of Pahrump and you're learning, you're learning some stuff about life and how to appreciate places like DC that aren't always as glamorous <laughs> Uh, but yeah. they're better than Perron. Yeah, I find, yeah. I, that and kind I think of it's, stuff's fascinating. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. I, I think it's also easy because we have sort of set an end date to this as well. So it's not, you know, I know some people that, you know, there are some people that like just adopt this lifestyle and that's the new norm. Yeah. Um. And I think in some ways that would be easier because very quickly we are going to go from, you know, that first the first third of our trip was really figuring figuring it out figuring mm-hmm. out the nitty-gritty making the transition you know finding our our groove you know yeah. hopefully we can enjoy this groove for a little bit but then we also have to like set up our life that happens after this and sure. that's going to be another you know big transition so in one sense it's sort of like it would be easier to just like say hey let's just do this for like three years so we can really really? take advantage of like getting into the groove but at the same time I think it would set up a different a different balance of how much we're really trying to soak this in um Mm -hmm. you know and of course it's different nine months versus one month um but yeah it's just I feel like it's an always evolving challenge to find yeah. that balance of being mindful and recognizing the beauty in everything yeah. and really leaning into that adventure.
0: Yeah, and enjoying clean clothes. Yeah, I think it's trying to enjoy what life is and not what we want it to be, you know, and so often there's that wrestling and we, you know, we're yearning for what we want life to be and it brings about drive but also frustration whereas if if you're you know okay this is what's right in front of me and you're you're sold out you're all in on it you know for at least 9 months which is pretty radical i mean it like you're saying it, it's temporary so there's an end which is good it helps your mind you know find some closure to a tough situation you know but most americans can't take a vacation longer than 6 days without you know going crazy so even 1 month is pretty intense for a lot of folks whereas 9 months is that's that's a lifetime for a lot of people, but I mean, I'm sure it's been it's been valuable, but not without its its challenges. I'm curious, yeah. w- what have you learned about um, what have you learned about your marriage, your relationship with Corey?
1: That is a good one. Um, I am uh, reminded almost daily how thankful I am for his sort of grounding presence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I am also my, I don't necessarily want to say negative tendencies, but I tend to be very, um, I take everything as an accusation as opposed to a neutral comment.
0: Uh As we've talked
1: about, even Keel is my husband. So I should know this by now that he's not accusing, but my gut instinct is to like, (laughs) just assume that it is a negative reflection on me so i guess it's not so much what i've learned about my husband but i've been reminded of myself that Mm. i need to sort of take whatever (laughs) translation that naturally happens in my brain and i sort of need to be like constantly parsing that out um what might because i do
0: what might it be from the adventure year that helped you parse that out or kind of force that
1: um I I think it is just because that's on one hand it's sort of like a heightened there's heightened stressful moments um Mm. and I think just because we are doing things so differently than the normal you know our our interactions have changed the what we have to communicate is different Uh you know now I'm he's generally the one driving the truck so when we're pulling into a site you know I'm in the back trying to direct but I don't have the experience of driving so I only know my perspective I can't necessarily understand his and so then Mm -hmm. it you know there's this back and forth of like I'm trying to do my best but I have you know, a limited perspective and knowledge on this. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get, you know, it's it's easy to get frustrated with each other really quickly. And, you know, we get over it fairly quickly as well, but that sort of takes a toll and stuff like, you know, those moments happen more frequently. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, we've sort of, you know, just set ourselves up for, for that. But I do feel like we'll come out of this trip sort of, communicating better and knowing that we can sort of handle a a bigger life change um you know again in the future because we we chose one
0: (laughs) yeah well and i think it's it's neat because it's almost like there's a flood of those opportunities for you to you know experience and 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 you either you know you either sink in a flood or you you know you'll learn to swim in it and you're like okay do I want to get frustrated and get in a yelling fight while we're stuck in this close quarters for <laughs> months or do I need to learn and let go and, or at least, you know, share exactly how you're feeling. I think that's, that's interesting to just, you know, and you almost, you, you almost, you probably knew even in the planning phase when some of this was happening, did you know, and feel like, Oh geez, these, these situations are going to come up more frequently and more often.
1: Um, I didn't really think about that aspect. You know, I think like we talked about earlier, we sort of knew it wasn't going to be, you know, all rosy and all fun. It was still going to be real life. So I think just sort of that overarching mindset, you know, helps because we didn't, you know, go into it with, you know, too rosy of glasses. Although I will say I still brought, I, I used to make jewelry and I like haven't touched my jewelry stuff since I've had kids, but I was like, I'm bringing it on this trip. Yeah, it yeah. has a corner. We're a third of the way in. I haven't even had a moment to think about.
0: That's funny. We, so think we about, about breaking the-
1: that outlet, having a spot to do it. I, I mean, I don't, you know, seems wholly unrealistic at this point. So, you know.
0: We talked to with another had, friend and still she had brought far flung
1: expectations. Yeah.
0: our another friend we talked to, she brought her guitar that she had owned for years and never really mastered. And the same thing happened where she was like, I put this kind of type A goal on our trip and think thought I had, you know, time while the kids were homeschooling, while they're doing their work independently, that I would go off and learn my guitar. And <laughs> she hasn't touched it. It's just taken up a huge amount of storage in her uh, under her under her trailer. That's funny.
1: Yeah. But I think we also need, we kind of need at least one of those things, I think. Because if you go, you know, you you get more than you expect. But I think if you actually were able to do all of the things that you thought you were gonna be able to do, I don't know. I feel like you sort of, there's always that lesson of like, well, yeah, how, <laughs> the the hindsight moment of we could not have, known how all of this was going to go
0: yeah that's a good point actually I, I like that that's good uh you know not setting yourself up to fail but it's more like yeah you learned from your aspirations and um yeah without even being able to expect the outcome of what the trip would look like and what time you have yeah that's interesting I like that but so, yeah, it, but
1: sort of in order to be able to fully embrace it you still had to have at least one You know sort of romantic notion of oh it'll just be it will be lovely and we'll have the chance to do this or do that um
0: yeah i bet it's a lot less than 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 when you have a home and there's a thousand house projects and things to things to repair that you just you know you have aspirations for but never get to having one jewelry box is probably much more manageable
1: yeah, versus all of the museums that we thought we were going to have time to go to before we left DC, and then, you
0: know, <laughs> of <Yep>. course, <laughs> turned yep. and around they, and
1: left within two months when they were all closed. So yeah, and it's there almost was no like, <laughs> like
0: if if it didn't ha- if it doesn't happen, it probably didn't matter as much. You know, you're not you're you know you're probably focused more. And now that you're on this trip, you, you've you've like super condensed, super saturated all those things that matter most. You're like, okay, spending time with the kids, taking adventures, uh, communicating properly, slowing down and being present. Like those are hyper concentrated. So it doesn't matter that you're not, you know, fixing the banister uh, or adding, you know, new ductwork or whatever in the house or visiting that museum that, you know, it's like, okay, these are the things that matter. They're right in front of us and that's all the time. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't need the natural history museum. For the dinosaur exhibits, because turns out you can actually go see fossils in you know different parts of the country out
0: here. And they'll still be extinct at the end of the nine months, so you're not going to miss <laughs> any news. Yeah. There's just nothing. There's no new progress on on ancient uh, history, that's for sure. Well, so so to kind of wrap it up, um, what do you hope from all this? Do you have any aspirations other than the to-do list? What do you do? You have any idea of what you hope to get out of it?
1: Um. I think it really is just a a respect for the natural beauty that exists all around us and we have to be in a mindset ready to to receive it and when you get into the when the daily routine is always the same it's harder to break out of Mm -hmm. like our you know we weren't that far from dc but it seemed so hard to get into DC on the weekends yeah. just because there was such little time and there was always, like you said, the to-do list, like, um, and so, yeah, I think it really is just when your life is on wheels, you you still are doing the important things, but you get to pick, you get to pick a new setting and that you can't help but walk out and notice and say, <laughs> this is remarkably different than where we were two weeks ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and how amazing is that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that, that sense of wonder about, you know, what there is. And I think, um, you know, us both being Christians, that's a lot of what we hope to get out of uh, religion and church and the community that we find ourselves a part of. And then often, you know, even those structures often get in the way of, like you're saying, the experience of something bigger, the the wonder and mystery about the world and just getting up and figuring out what, you know, where, where, you know, as we say, God, where God might be leading you, but where, you know, where are your, where's your greater purpose taking you and not without reckless abandonment. You guys had to work hard to get here, but you let that desire for something more meaningful drive your actions uh, rather than just letting them be, you know, like we, like we do in church. Oh, that's a nice scripture go home and forget about it. Or, Oh, I, I had a, uh, I was conflicted about changing this or giving this up, but I probably won't do it because it doesn't matter. You're like, Nope, this is, you know, God's saying go on this trip for better or worse. We're going on this trip and experiencing all of, all of the goodness and challenges. And that's just, that's a beautiful thing. That's why I felt it was important just to get some time with you and um, share with all our listeners who are looking for something more meaningful. Maybe you can't take a nine month trip, but just finding a way to get, you know, get more out of life by, you know, taking the chance, going all in on uh, whatever it is you're pursuing. You know, it, it speaks a lot and um, just great to have you with us today, Caroline, and to see you and experience all the joy and your face lighting up, Sharing the stories was just—it it was a great, great time for me. Thanks so much for for taking this time. I really appreciate it.
1: Of course, it was um, it was absolutely lovely to to be a part of this conversation and to catch up with you. Um, and I will just say that I the the pandemic has actually helped in the sense of church because church is online now, so oh, yeah. we're no longer you know tied to tied to a physical location, but we can still be a part of of the community yeah. since it is something that is, you know, so easily accessed online and that's mm-hmm. sort of, you know, whether we were still in Maryland or being in a different state, you know, every month. Um,
0: yeah. And you can, can go, you can, can still find, be a
1: part of that community.
0: You can find better, amazing. better preachers too. You don't have to settle for people like me because we're the closest. You get to go find the best international sermon you can possibly find and... <laughs> that's the best part. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.